white replacement theory is now about 20% complete, meaning that 20% of the people that they wanted and needed to come into the United States to replace us, purge us from the inside out, we believe, through all of our reporting, with all of our estimations, and all these years that we've been looking at this, we believe that they're about 20% from where they want to be. And now, from the 30 million Americans, I mean, excuse me, 30 million illegals that are here in America, Secretary Mayorkas says that he has a plan that will lay out a pathway for amnesty for 30 million illegal aliens that live here in America. And once they do that, that's 30 million more people to vote. That's 30 more million people to destroy things in the streets. That's 30 more million people to shut things down and destroy infrastructure, put on shirts and march, march, march whenever they tell them to. The writing has been on the wall. And that is what Secretary Mayorkas wants to do. He says that he has a plan and he is hopeful that Congress will do this. Remember, folks, you need Congress to do this. Now, none of this is really going to matter because we know Congress is not going to do this. And we know when Donald Trump comes back in, he's going to have the largest deportation party on planet Earth. Okay, and he can deputize me. I raise my hand. Jeremy Harrell, live from America, right here in New Hampshire. I raise my hand. I raise both hands and I say, choose me, deputize me. We'll have people run the show for a while. I'll go out there and I'll help you find these roaches and I'll help you find out wherever it is that they're hiding and bag them up and ship them back where they belong. And you know what? We do have sympathy. We do have empathy. You're lucky you're not getting convicted in a court of law for breaking the law by coming here when you know darn well that uh, nations have borders. And I don't care if Obama invited you. I don't care if Biden invited you. I don't care if the NGOs have helped you. And I don't care if the cartel has made money off lying to you. You're an adult and you know that nations have borders. And you know this because the nation you come from has a border. So there will be no excuses when the mass deportations happen. Bet that. So just know that Mayorkas is pushing for this. And it is time now to be proactive rather than reactive and getting a hold of your representatives and literally letting them know, even if you have to, with aggressive rhetoric, not breaking the law, not threats, more along the lines of your career will be destroyed if you continue to be a uniparty rhino rat. And we will not forget your name. And your name will go into a book. And even when you're done being whatever it is you are, it won't be good for you in this country. That kind of stuff. Within legal bounds. And I always have to say that. Because I don't want, and I'm not advocating for any of you to go out there and do anything illegal. Never have. Never will. Long story short, it's time. It's time to step up and say, look, they're going to continue to push this and they want 30 million Americans legalized. I mean, 30 million illegals legalized as Americans so they could use them for whatever they want because they know that their stranglehold on the minority community, as they call them, people of color, which I don't understand how that's any different than colored people, which is a very racist thing to say, but they've lost their grip on the United States citizen minority. 
black, brown, Asian, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? I don't really even think the Jewish people in the Jewish community is very happy with them either. So ladies and gentlemen, brace yourselves because they're trying to legalize 30 million Americans or illegals as Americans. Now, check this out. Of course, Mayorkas is blaming Congress for the problem, blaming Congress for the 30 million illegal aliens that are here. Unfortunately, Mayorkas is stupid and we're not. Unfortunately for him, he's ignorant and we're not. Unfortunately for him, he must have amnesia and we don't. Maybe some of the Alzheimer's from Joe is, is, is shedding onto Mayorkas. I don't know. But it's not Congress's fault that the millions and millions and millions and millions, record millions every month, have come in since you've become the Department of Homeland Security, uh, the Secretary of Department of Homeland Security. Okay? So you decided single-handedly with the Obama-Biden administration that you were going to decimate Donald Trump's policies that were working. You were going to decimate the policies and the partnership that we had with the Mexican government that were working. You've done that. So don't give me that crap. But that's how they're going to try to spin it on every single fake mainstream media outlet that they go on. Here's proof. Republicans have also tried to remove you from office. Has that shifted at all your strategy, given what they themselves, the Republican Party, has put out there? I am busy at work and incredibly proud to support and work alongside the 260,000 people of the Department of Homeland Security. It also doesn't address the other sort of uh, elephant in the room, which is dealing with the undocumented uh, immigrants who are already here in the nation. And I know it's been a political football as to trying to figure out the best way to address that. But I'm going to ask you, what is the best way to address that from your perspective? The answer is quite clear and quite straightforward, and we've been waiting for it for about 30 years. And that is to fix a system that everyone agrees is fundamentally broken, and we need congressional action, both for uh, the lawful pathways uh, that really need to be more robust in statute and for the 12 million people who are here in the United States who have been contributing so fundamentally to our country's well-being. They're our neighbors, our friends, our fellow congregants. And they're illegal. So you can call them whatever you want. They're illegal. You could say they're your brothers. They're illegal. They're my sisters. They're illegal. They're our neighbors. They are illegal. They're my co-workers. They are illegal. We owe them. They are illegal. How many times? I mean, I could say it a, different, a lot of different ways. It's still, they're illegal. They're illegal. Hey, Eli, did you hear about uh, the neighbor that was illegal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, illegal? yeah, he was illegal. The illegal one. The illegal one. Okay. You heard about him, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, did you know what he is? Illegal. Illegal. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Call him whatever you want. You can call him a Skittle. You can call him a popcorn fart. They're still illegal. Isn't that amazing? Unbelievable. Broken system, my you-know-what. It, it wasn't that broken a few years back. But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we had the opportunity to impeach him. We had the opportunity to drag him through the dirt. By the way, what are you Republicans doing? Haven't heard anything in a while. You guys still sitting home from all that turkey? That melatonin got you laid up at home, does it? Huh? Where's the impeachment of Obama? I mean, excuse me, Biden. Whatever. Block out the sun. Can we get to work here? Running out of time. We had the opportunity, but people got cold feet. You know, Republicans like Ken Buck and the rest of these 
moron losers who, by the way, I don't think that we should let live a peaceful life. I really don't. I really don't believe that we should let these people, after they leave office, sell their soul to the devil and hightail it. I believe we should literally torment them wherever they go. I believe that's what they deserve. Honestly, that's my only, that's my opinion. What about people who say things like, people who say things like, F Israel and any Jew who supports Israel. This person works for you. This is Nuja Ali, an employee of the Department of Homeland Security. That's not all she posted. This is a paraglider, a Hamas paraglider with the celebratory free Palestine. Is this, is this typical of, of people who work at DHS? This is an asylum and immigration officer who is posting these frankly pro-genocidal slogans and images on the day that Israelis are being slaughtered in their beds. What have you done about this? Four things I'd like to say to you. Number one. You remember this, right? question to suggest that it, that is emblematic of the men and women of the Department of Homeland Security. I got a finger for you, too. I'm sorry. What have you done? This person works for the Department of Homeland Security. Have you fired her? That was one of four answers. Have you fired her? One. Have you fired her? Don't come to this hearing room when Israel has been invaded and Jewish students are barricaded in libraries in this country and cannot be escorted out because they are threatened for their lives, you have employees who are celebrating genocide and you are saying it's despicable for me to ask the question? I think we need to get back to the days of uh, jumping over counters and, you know, having it out in the halls of Congress. You know, like Matt Gates wanted to do with Kevin McCarthy, but Kevin McCarthy was a coward. Hence his name, Kevin McCoward. Ladies and gentlemen, please do me the ever so kind favor of sharing the video and rumbling out because as of uh, as my orcas is trying to find a way for a pathway to amnesty for 30 million illegal aliens so that the great replacement theory can continue, there is one man who is going to put together the largest, and let me say it like this just in case you need a hint, the largest deportation I'll call it a party but procedure that you've ever seen in the United States of America America he is already promising that he's the man of the people he's a man with a plan he's Donald Trump Ladies and gentlemen, that's the man of the people. That's the man that's coming to deport all of them so you can 
try to get amnesty for $30 million or not, and they can live luxury, they can live comfortably with their Obama phones and their hotel homes and all this other stuff, playing Xbox and catching diseases and raping children and raping kids and selling drugs and working people's jobs and for a, for a lower rate and destroying America. But it's only going to be for a matter of time. You know, the kids, uh, the kids will play when Papa's away, Eli, right? Donald Trump is literally out here signing boobs like a rock star. Don't believe me? <laughs> Eli, don't believe me, just watch. I got it. Here we go. Now watch this, Eli. Watch. He asks the man for his permission first. Look, watch. Mind if I do this? Can I do this? And what guy's going to say no? I mean, I know we're some Christians here, but come on. Sometimes you got to rally the troops, right? Even if you got to sign a couple troops yourself. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to take us to our first break of the day. We are one minute early. Let's go to the Rumble Chat since we're one minute early, Eli. We like to have our first break 30 minutes past the hour. Let's see what the LFA family thinks about, you know, signing the troops. How about that? Sign that booby, says PA Cat Lady. <laughs> Jennifer, DJT is a rock star. Sassy says, Eye of the Tiger. I so love hearing that music. This is Tacky, says, I don't like LFA at all. Oh, well, we love you. How about that? We love you, and you're not Tacky. You're amazing, and God made you in his image, so thank you for being here. How about uh, Eli? Uh, T-Day Hodges says, Eli, yep, ha, 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 hey, Eli. Hey, Jeremy, hey, Ashley Garland, how are you? 8212 says, can't wait to have that man back. PV Enix says, I want my boob signed. Ha, 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 ha. He did it the right way. He sure did. Cindy says, disgusting. We love trolls, says not the big guy. You know what we love? We love winning. We love winning. And we love this even better. Ready? Here we go. Ready? Check this out. Losers focus on winners. And winners focus on winning. So for the thumbs down and the trolls party, which one are you? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you only have a limited time left. Have you had a conversation with my friend Tim Gustafson? Because if you haven't, and you do have Medicare, and you have not yet chosen a new Medicare plan for the, uh, for the next year, your enrollment date is getting, the window is getting smaller and smaller. The, the walls are actually closing in, okay? This is actually the beginning of the end of how much time you have left to pick a Medicare plan. So if you are not happy with the Medicare plan that you have had, if maybe you're not getting the right treatment, maybe you're not getting the right access to meds, maybe you're paying out of pocket more than you should, especially now. Well, Tim Gustafson is not a kind of guy that's going to say, hello, how can I help you? Just here you go. Goodbye. Nope. He's going to say, hey, how you doing? Fellow American, brother and sister in Christ, hopefully a fellow homeschooler. Wink, wink. Would you like me to walk through what might be best for you? Let's have a conversation. That's Tim Gustafson. Insurity, financial services, 
LFAFamilyMembership.com. He's an LFA family member as well. 602-391-8358. Call today and get a hold of Tim Gustafson. Another thing, if you watch the Pete Santilli show, since we're talking about healthcare, since we're talking about medicines, since we're talking about keeping your body safe, Here's another way to make sure that you and your family are completely autonomous when the election variant comes next year and everybody has to put in masks because they don't want to get the election variant. You know what I mean? There's two kind of kits at twc.health. Uh, TWC Health, twc.health slash LFA. You get your medical kit, which is the emergency medical kit. Okay. You can also get your COVID kit, which comes with hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. It even has, uh, ladies and gentlemen, an opportunity for you to get your prescriptions right through these guys with virtual care, with telehealth. You don't have to set foot inside these disgusting money-grubbing hospitals or doctor's offices anymore that make you wear your mask or any of that. Nope. Peace of mind. TWC.health slash LFA TV. Get it today. Check it out today. I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed now for all those that are watching we got about four thousand people you know what we really love we love when the trolls come in the ones that hate lfa but they really love lfa you know and then they become fans again then they become trolls again we really love when we are featured and they come in because that amplifies their you know desire to want to watch lfa tv i mean i would i'd want to be here too eli you know that now we've got a big blow to Letitia James, ladies and gentlemen. Letitia James, peekaboo, peekaboo. Letitia James, folks, this, we have been picking apart these cases for the last two days. Actually, last, even going to, back to last week, we've been picking apart these cases against Donald Trump and literally just showing mistrial, 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 mistrial. We're showing all of the evidence as to what will happen even if they try to go outside the law and get a conviction what's going to happen in the next round that they go to the appellate courts, not even the circuit courts yet. We already know all of it is garbage. But today we get news that, ladies and gentlemen, Deutsche Bank might have just destroyed Letitia James' case. (laughs) Wait till you hear this, folks. A Deutsche Bank executive may have just tanked New York Attorney General Letitia James' lawsuit against Donald Trump which revolved around portraying the German lender as Trump's biggest victim in an alleged scheme to inflate his assets in order to obtain favorable terms from banks and insurers. You're going to love this. You got you to share this part. David Williams, who directly worked on at least one of several loans obtained by Trump's, Trump over the decades, testified today in Manhattan that it is atypical but not entirely unusual for a bank to internally slash a client's slated assets and valued up by 50% and approve the loan anyway, as they did with Trump. So what does that mean? Here's what that means. Letitia James and the state of New York has said that Donald Trump inflated the value of his properties by, get this, 50% in order to get the loans. Deutsche Bank executives testify in court on under oath that, oh, well, it's okay that he did that if he did because we devalued him 50% in order to actually approve the loans. So we devalued his property from what the appraisers and the hired people that told us what the value of the property was to begin with, third party usually, 
They said, it's even if that was the case, we devalued it 50% anyway, so we're not a victim. Thank you. Have a good day. We're going to go back to BD, B- B- you know, doing Deutsche Bank stuff, I guess. <laughs> Can you imagine being this stupid? Letitia James. Deutsche Bank is one of the biggest victims. They lended Donald Trump and his company money because of an inflated value. Again, even though it was appraised, <laughs> right, by third-party companies. And the bank says, well, it's okay because we devalued it 50% when we decided whether we were going to give them the loan. So <laughs> I guess it all comes out in the wash. So since there's no victim in society and the bank, which was supposedly the largest victim, says we're not a victim. I guess Letitia James, the only victim is your feelings. Ah. <sighs> Poor Letitia James. Well, we have a song for Letitia that we like to play around here when, you know, she does something like this. It goes like this. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Wow. And I'm not what I appear to be. These people, they're just never going to get them. I guess the walls are really not closing in. The only walls that are closing in is on Medicare, I guess. Anyway, they keep trying. They keep swinging. They keep missing. We keep winning. Amen. Moving on, as we are now 37 minutes past the hour. Uh, Eli, did you, we were talking before the show, did you hear about Chris Christie? Said he was gaining momentum. For a minute there, I thought he said he was gaining weight. Weight. And maybe he is gaining momentum as he walks. Because he's bigger. So maybe Chris Christie is right. Maybe Chris Christie really is gaining momentum. But it's not political momentum. He's politically dead. So it can only be because he's eating so many donuts and he's trying to pick up the pace because, he, oh, I got to get there. And he's got that. Maybe he means he's gaining that momentum, Eli. I don't know. I highly doubt Chris Christie drinks Field of Grains. I know that. Let's see what he has to say. He's gaining momentum. Folks. The New York Watch Times out. in September, if I don't do well in New Hampshire, then I leave. What changed? Uh, well, nothing's really changed. I just have gone much better in New Hampshire. And so it seems to me that um, there's no path now that doesn't include me continuing. I'm going to do well in New Hampshire. What's well? Uh, I, look, I think right now I'm in the top three, and I think I'm going to do even better than that. Um, and so, you know, that's what's changed. What's changed is that we've started to move up in the polls pretty significantly. Um, Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy have dropped significantly in New Hampshire. And so that's what's changed. And so um, I'm going to continue to keep you guys updated um, as circumstances change. And uh, circumstances have changed. So you like the polls right now? <laughs> well, you know, look, I still don't think the polls are really extraordinarily accurate. Um, and, and my proof of that is, just look back to the history. In 07, at this time, Thanksgiving of 07, um, you know, uh, Mitt Romney was winning the Iowa caucuses. Uh, and Mike Huckabee was at 4%. He wound up winning. Um, in, in 2011, uh, at this point, Newt Gingrich was winning the Iowa caucuses by a pretty wide margin. And Rick Santorum, or, or um, yeah, or rather Rick Santorum, who ultimately wound up winning, um, was at 3% on Thanksgiving of 2011. And in 2015, Ben what Carson was winning by 10 points. Is one of and the most Cruz- insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. (laughs) 
I want to thank the 4,000 people that are watching live from America here on rumble.com slash LFA TV. Please make sure that you follow our page. We're about up to 75,000 followers now. We're one of the top channels on Rumble. We just came in at number 22 in the world, and that's because of your shares and your rumbles. Without your shares, without your rumbles, we are not number 22 in the world, and we are getting millions of views a month. That means the truth is getting out there, and mainstream media keeps losing. I wonder who's picking it up. Anyway, another person, another double loser who decided he was going to trash Donald Trump. Didn't this guy already leave the race? Anyway, Mike Judas Pence has trashed Trump as reckless to special counsel Jack Smith in a closed-door testimony. Man, is this man bitter, isn't he? Lack of a better term, I guess, when I use the word man. I'm using it very loosely. Another day, another leak. Former Vice President Mike Judas Pence trashed President Trump to special counsel Jack Smith earlier this year in closed-door testimony. Chief Judge James Boesberg, an Obama appointee, ordered former Vice President Mike Pence to testify before a grand jury about his conversations with President Trump related to January 6th. This was an unprecedented attack on Trump's authority and his executive privilege, which is derived from the constitutional separation of powers. Here's the other thing. They set precedent. They set precedent. Jack Smith was present at the grand jury proceeding, apparently. And Judas Mike Pence gave testimony for five hours in April. And according to a new leak to ABC, Mike Pence told Jack Smith that Trump hired a bunch of crank lawyers who espoused un-American illegal theories and almost pushed the country towards a constitutional crisis. Pence also told federal prosecutors that Donald Trump was acting very recklessly on January 6th. And he said this, in the few days after the election, Pence never saw any significant allegations of fraud. According to what he told Smith's team, sources said, but Trump still declared victory. And I claim there was a major fraud in our nation. Within hours of the polls closing, told investigators, I believe Trump was speaking very general terms, not about specific insurance. What a lame, boring, worthless, nobody, nobody. Eli, Eli, are you, Eli, hello. Eli, are you awake over there? You sleeping over there? I can't even impersonate Mike Pence and have it be funny. It's the most boring thing on planet Earth. Hey, Mike Pence. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Wow, ladies and gentlemen. Just wow. Somebody said, what a dirty bastard. (laughs) Who said the statement is worse off for listening? That was a Billy Madison reference that we had. 4,100 people listening. Thank you very much. I appreciate you watching the show today. Um, LFA TV, live from America. This is just one of many all-day, 24-hour programming right here on Rumble. Subscribe to the channel and um, buckle up. It's about to be a ride. Now, today, the Obamas, the Bidens, and the Clintons. Sounds like a joke, right, Eli? An Obama, a Biden, and a Clinton walked into a bar. 
They all rode together on Air Force One today to go to President Carter's wife's funeral. Birds of a feather flock to corruption, I guess. And there's a reason why I'm showing you this, but let's go to the footage. This is them arriving on the tarmac like anybody cares, but there's a reason, trust me. Come on, Joe. Hold that hand tight so you don't fall down those stairs, bud. Where are we going? Just get off the damn plane already, son of... What is that? Hey, ice cream over there. That's a little girl. You guys ever thought about blocking out the sun? We're going to cure cancer, man. We're going to cure... Joe, you're going to a funeral. That's okay. It's true international. I love fun parks. Let's go to fun park funerals. Let's go. So anyway, that was them getting off the, uh, the Air Force One. Uh, but then what I really wanted to do is I wanted to take you inside the Glen Memorial United Methodist Church so you could see the site uh, when they wheeled in Jimmy Carter. Here you go. Apparently it was a beautiful service. Now, here's where I want to set the stage. Do you remember the last time that all of these people were in the same room for a funeral? Remember a certain note that everybody opened that they were very shocked, surprised? Jeb Bush looked like he literally was disemboweled or his bowels just fell out the bottom of his pants. Remember that day? I want you to remember how they were sitting. Eli, do you remember that day? I want you to just trace your mind. I didn't bring it up on the screen. But I want you to remember how they were sitting. Where was Donald Trump and Melania Trump during that little escapade? They were on the edge. They were on the end. Donald Trump, Melania, then the Obamas, Clintons, so forth, right? So seating charts are very specific, especially when you're dealing with Secret Service, presidents, former presidents, transgender first lady men, or whatever. Okay, seating charts are very, very important. I want you to see something real quick here. Pull it up on the screen here. That's Melania Trump. That's Michael Obama. I believe that's George Bush's wife, Barbara Bush, or not Barbara Bush, uh, George, George W. Bush's wife. That's Hillary Killary Clinton. That's Mr. Saxophone Cigar Man himself. But notice where Melania is. Isn't that weird? Again, seating charts. I'm just noticing this and I'm thinking to myself, hmm. And then I'm thinking, wow, she's sitting there knowing that all these people next to her hate her guts. Laura Bush, that's right. They hate her guts, right? And she's sitting there, Eli, like a queen. And I watched the footage. Do you know that she sat there? I'm going to do a side view here. So if I'm Melania and the camera's over here, right? And I know Melania looks a lot better than this guy. I know that. But if I'm Melania, she sat there like this from a side view. 
with her hands folded, showing respect. You very rarely saw her talk to anyone. She sat there like this. Very regal. Now, do you think that Melania plays head games with people too, like Trump does? You know she does. You know she does. You know she went there. You know she knew she was under these people's skin, right? And if you don't think so, wait till you see this next picture. Yeah! Eli, you can't do that, Eli. You can't bring them on that fast, bud. That scared the bejesus out of me. Unbelievable. Michael Obama. But look at Melania. Look at Big Mike. Mad. Big mad. Big mad Mike. Right? And Melania is just there. Presence. Beauty. Integrity. Royalty almost. Right? Big Mike's big mad. Right? Put a cape on him. He'd be super mad. That's right. Eli said, I was supposed to get the NC, yo. Yo, that's my seat. I got the rock now. I'm the pinnacle first lady. I'm the pinnacle first lady. Where's Mayor Eric Eighth Grade Adams? Yo, let's see. Who's got the biggest Adams apple? Huh? You and Mayor are the big apple, but I got the bigger Adams apple. Check that out. Yo, me and Eric Adams, we used to dunk on Ma. You know what I'm saying? Look at that Adams app. I'll dunk all over you. Anyway, I just thought that was very interesting today. I thought the the seating arrangement was very interesting. It looked very familiar, which is why I brought it up. And I'm not trying to get into any she's really the president stuff. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Looks odd, right? And like I said earlier, the Palestinian rats seem to find their way out of the sewer and even protest there. Is there a corner of the earth, Eli, that these Palestinian rat protesters can't find? They just come out of the sewer. What I do like about it, though, is it's directed towards Biden. You know what I mean? Biden, Biden, we with that. I don't even know what they were saying. Don't care. But I think that's funny. How do they find their, how do they, I'm telling you, Eli, they're like the Ninja Turtles. They live in the sewers, right? They make their way through the country under the, under the streets. And then they come up everywhere. Pretty soon they're going to be protesting on my front lawn for crying out loud. But it won't bother me because they can, Eli, they can protest on the front lawn in the middle of the night. And you know something? If I got cozy earth bamboo sheets, I am out like a light. You could sit out there, free pee Palestine. I'll be at cozy earth. 40% off promo code LFA. So glad that I set the sprinklers to a timer. 
Hopefully it doesn't start raining bullets while I'm sleeping in this great bed. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, 40% off all bedding today. When you go to CozyEarth.com using promo code LFA, check this out, 100-day guarantee. That means they're telling you that the more you wash it, the better it actually gets. And if that does not prove to be true, after 100 days, you can send it back and get everything back. You also get the 40% off using promo code LFA, 40% off all betting, and up to 40% off everything else on the site from now until Christmas. Again, ladies and gentlemen, CozyEarth.com. These offers come once a year. Black Friday deals, Christmas deals, they got it all. And if you've never put anything on your body or laid on anything that's made from bamboo, I promise you, you don't know what you're missing. CozyEarth.com. Palestine, nobody cares. Telling you. He signed the shirt, not the skin. Yes, you're right, Mary, he did. He he signed the shirt, not the skin. Are there still people in there that are mad that he did that? I mean, come on, man. The man's on the campaign trail. He's not doing nothing wrong. Leave the man alone. He's like 70-something years old. He only got permission from the guy, okay? He even said, is it okay if I do this? The guy's like, you're Trump, man. Sign that baby. We ain't never washing that shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ken Silverton said, find Palestine on the map. You'll probably find Waldo first. Anyway, folks, we got to go to the Great Apple. Since we were talking about Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams with the Adams apple and stuff. Let's go to Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams City, New York City, because we just, we've been warning you that the illegal alien situation that they invited and wanted and want and lobbied for, and come on, bring us your tired and your poor. de Blasio was eating COVID burgers and COVID fries. It was a free-for-all of corruption and, 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 and idiocy going on in New York for a while. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's ended up to cost the citizen of New York, the New Yorker, the New Yorker that Eric Adams always talks about protecting. Well, the New York City, um, City Council has just slashed service budget, uh, a budget to their service by $7 billion, folks. $7 billion. All that taxpayer money that went towards keeping your city safe and clean, garbage, this, that, and the other. New York City taxpayers will see their own services cut now. Police, schools, sanitation, libraries, and more in lieu of paying the massive bill for caring for an estimated 143,000 illegal aliens, city officials predict it will spend up to $11 billion on housing the illegal immigrants over the next two years. Ah, <laughs> Trust me, that ain't going to happen. Mayor Eric, Eric Eighth Grade Adams announced that the city's $7 billion budget gap is due in large part to the cost of housing and feeding the illegal aliens, he used the word migrants, and the reduction in federal aid for COVID. Long story short, karma sometimes is a, but the worst part about this is, is it's actually causing the New York, the New Yorker, the everyday average New Yorker to suffer. And that is not what we want. That is not what we want. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have a lot of time left, but I do want to go to this, these last, uh, let's see here. Let's go to these last two stories. We're going to skip, skip talking about stuff overseas for a minute, and we're going to talk about this brave United States Naval officer who's coming forward now with proof that the vaccines caused massive injuries in the military and that the military is hiding it. Roll it. So you may see my wife's recent post. And I want to elaborate on that and give you an example as to why reinstatement, back pay, 
and an apologies isn't enough. So in July, uh, Undersecretary Cisneros acknowledged the DMET data, the database working properly, and also acknowledged things such as myocarditis rising 151%. So what I did, I went in today, um, I'm doing the same thing, five-year average, however, I'm comparing it to 2022, and I only am using fixed-wing pilots and helicopter pilots, active duty. So we get hypertensive disease, 36%, ischemic heart disease, 69%, not a, that's not a money in the world. Pulmonary heart disease, 62%. Unreal. Heart failure, 973%. Wow. Other forms of heart disease, 63%. Cardiomyopathy, 152%. Big shout out to the Gateway Pundit, Jim and Joe Hoft. Great friends of life from America. Getting the truth out there. Probably the biggest network that's fought for J6ers out there. Gateway Pundit. Getting the truth of the military out there. Folks, this is sad. These people signed on the dotted line to fight for us, to die for us. This is a sad country we live in now. But again, like I said, there is hope on the horizon. We are going to win. We are going to kick out all of these illegal aliens. We are going to reverse everything. We will make America great again because we made America godly again. And we've already saved almost 40,000 babies since we overturned Roe v. Wade. And that's just the commitment that God wanted us to make. And now he's on the move. And I would like to turn the mic over to two people that I admire very much, two friends, two people that I've had um, extensive conversation with. Because if they say it, I'm right there with them. I believe them. Steve Bannon, Donald Trump Jr. President Trump is actually leading now not just a political but a cultural revolution. I think the enthusiasm for, for young men, African-American men, Hispanic men, when you see him going to this UFC, you see the response at South Carolina the other day, people under 30, uh, minorities that would never think of voting for a Republican. I think President Trump is uh, empowering people. I think he is coming back uh, and when he uh, had the first, um, when he had the 2020 election stolen, went to Mar-a-Lago. He could have, as you know, uh, gotten back into the business, built the business, done more golf courses, had more courses on the open rota or yeah. picked up by the USGA, enjoyed the family, uh, obviously Melania and the, and the children, the grandchildren, all of it. And he didn't. I mean, he was like this uh, Roman general, the, 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 the famous Roman general, Cincinnatus, who returned from the plow to go save Rome again. And I think Trump has inspired people as you've seen the collapse, everything he's talked about, everything he fought for, for the sovereignty, not just of nation states, but the sovereignty of the individual citizens in those nation states. I think it's inspired Orban in Hungary. I think McGregor in Ireland standing up the other day. By the way, that one's crazy. And it, and it shows you how far Europe's gone, right? The Conor McGregor, I was going to ask you about that because, you know, this is a hometown hero. I mean, all of Ireland, I've been to the matches with him. And when when he goes in, it's nuts. They, they're investigating for hate him for hate crimes because he said... Hey, listen, uh, we're letting some, I guess it was an Algerian migrant stab a young girl in the streets of Dublin. I mean, uh, you know, and they're investigating him. They're obviously going to do nothing. They'll do jack shit about going after, you know, the migrants that do it because, you know, it's a cultural difference, Steve. You know, in their culture, they can stab people in the streets. It's fine. We must allow them to do that to our children. But, you know, I'm wondering if that is just going to take Europe further where people are just saying enough of it is enough because it's not like... 
They're even being like reasonable in these positions. I mean, the government is taking an actively hostile position against their citizens in favor of like seemingly savages in many cases. And, and every time in the history of the world that that has happened, the people have won. Listen, folks, I saved this for the last part of the show. I want you all, if you can, if you have your phones or your computers open, open up a new tab real quick while you're listening to this. I want you to go to OFPFarms.com. This is the Tender Tennessee Christmas Bar. It's a good size bar. Goat milk soap of the highest quality, ladies and gentlemen. Not just of the highest quality soap, but the highest quality packaging. The highest quality passion in every little bit of what they do. Holiday shopping is now open. OFPFarms.com folks, I'm telling you, it's not just the goat soap that feels like heaven on your skin. This actually feels better than the cozy earth stuff does on your skin. It's the beard oils. It's the deodorants. It is the bath and body body and bath bombs. It is the lotions. It is the chapsticks. They have so much great stuff. The magnesium, the holiday box gift sets, OFPFarms.com, and you can get 15% off by using promo code LFA15 today. Guys, thank you very much for being here. I really do appreciate it. And for all you newcomers, God bless you. Thank you. You are welcome here anytime. This is a great home. This is a great place for discussion. Great audience. Great engagement. Great shows. Um, I don't know what else to say. Follow the page and give us a thumbs up. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Will Johnson has started his show Culture Wars already. So that means that it's time for me to go. So when you jump out of this video... And you back out, jump right into Culture Wars, and give them a watch. If you can't do that, at least give them a thumbs up. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. I love you. God bless you. Peace.